I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Brett McKay here, and welcome to another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. So for the past 10 years or so, kettlebells have become a popular workout tool. If you don't know what a kettlebell is, basically a, a cannonball with a handle on it, and you swing it around, and it gives you both not only a, a strength workout, but a cardio workout. Well, the man who had a lot to do with the popularization of kettlebell training here in the United States, his name's Pavel Tessalini. And uh, Pavel started a company not too long ago called Strong First, which is dedicated to helping people become strong in all aspects of their life, using not only kettlebells, but barbells and bodyweight training. Anyways, today on the show, I have the CEO of Strong First on with me. His name's Eric Frohart. He's a former U.S. Navy SEAL, a decorated combat veteran with multiple tours of duty in Iraq and Afghanistan. And today on the show, we're going to talk kettlebell training, becoming strong, not just physically, uh, but mentally, and uh, why strength is a skill. So it's going to be a great podcast, a lot of great takeaways. So let's do this. Eric Frohart, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brett. Appreciate it. So you are the CEO of a company called Strong First. So what is Strong First and what's the story behind it for our listeners who aren't familiar with it? Um, well, Strong First is the school of strength, and I'll get into that a little bit more later. Uh, but the story behind Strong First is pretty interesting. Pavel Satsulin, our founder and chairman, started the some people call it the kettlebell revolution uh, or movement back in the early 2000s. Uh, he brought the, uh, the kettlebell over to the U.S. and did some articles in some different magazines about it, and it kind of caught on. Um, he partnered with a publishing company uh, based in Minneapolis and wrote a few books and launched, uh, launched the first kind of global kettlebell instructor certification known as the RKC. And uh, at some point, I believe it was 2011, 2012, uh, due to some differences in the vision, he left that organization, which he kind of co-founded or founded or was organized in. And uh, as he left, he formed Strong First, uh, and I believe that was in uh, 2012. And many of the people who he had chosen as um, senior instructors or master instructors or even team leader instructors within that organization uh, kind of followed followed and joined Strong First with them. So, 
There's that. Well, so tell us about more about Pavel because he's an interesting guy. Uh, he's from Russia. What's his yeah. background? It was something with the KGB or the Russian military, or yeah, it's the uh, the Spetsnaz. The Spetsnaz, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're uh, they're you know their version of the special operations forces. Um, he you know he's he's t- not very open about that sure. part of his history. So and Pavel's a very you know he's a very private guy. Understandable. And, uh, I am too. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, so I think it's one of the things I find fascinating is this whole, the, the Russian yeah. mentality towards physical fitness. Um, wow. Because they, you know, during the 70s, you know, the, during the Cold War, uh, they were doing some crazy stuff, experimentation on uh, basically improving human performance that mm-hmm. we sort of take for granted nowadays. Um is that is that sort of the, the, the research and the, this Russian approach uh, pervade strong first a bit, or is it a you're taking you're building off of that and adding yeah. the new research that's come in? It's it is it's a mixture of both, Brett. Um, yeah, there's you know underpinnings in in that system, and and Pavel, you know, people forget he was a, a master of sports there, and um, it has to do with you know. A, a uh, certain level within, uh, you know, the state of, of their fitness. I, I'm not sure how to best describe that. He, uh, he, he's, he does a very good job of, of taking the complicated science and making it simple. Um, you know, there's, uh, his recent book, Kettlebell Simple and Sinister. It seems extremely simple and it is, uh, it's very effective. Um, but he basically distilled down a lot of science from that and, uh, you know, made it a little more digestible. Um, on the higher end of the spectrum, he's got a, we have a, uh, an event called Plan Strong. And in that, in that course, it's like a, it's a, almost a two day course. He goes through some very, very, uh, detailed programming, uh, methodologies or programs, uh, for making for people to use to get you know really strong on certain lifts. So gotcha. Very very uh, very very intelligent guy. Yeah, super knowledgeable. Um, so tell us about your story and how did you yeah. get involved with Strong First? Absolutely. Uh, well, I was I was introduced uh, to Pavel's methods back in 2005. Uh, a close friend of mine, a teammate of mine named John Foz, showed me his kettlebell and. John and I were SEALs together serving at the the same SEAL team at the time. And John was a very close friend of Pavel's. In fact, Pavel trained John uh, as a high schooler. And later on, once John kind of had aspirations of becoming a Navy SEAL, he found, he found Pavel through, uh, you know, through a magazine article and Pavel was teaching people some, some kettlebell training methods in uh, Minneapolis, um, so I met John and, you know, I saw him doing his kettlebell exercises and I, I just, you know, was at least I was, I was very curious because I was kind of sick of, you know, the standard uh, lift weights one day, cardio the next day yeah. kind of thing. It just kind of just was burnt out. Um, so I, I spent some time using Pavel's principles of strength uh, with primarily with kettlebells and some barbell stuff and some bodyweight exercises, but primarily kettlebells. I just like the simplicity of it. I did that for a few years. Um, actually the first time I did it just for a few months right before a deployment and was completely shocked 
at how much better uh, that tool and those those methods prepared me for um, combat tours or, as I like to say, various adventures. And it just, for, for the first time, I just felt like the gear I was wearing felt light and I felt like I moved well and I felt really strong and I didn't get bigger while doing it. I had done a lot of strength training stuff in the past, but didn't like bulking up with it. So fast forward from there. I met Pavel when he came to our team one time and trained us and uh, really enjoyed meeting him. Uh, a few a, a year after that, I got certified. And later after that, I got certified through Strong First when recertified through Strong First when he uh, when he moved. Uh, I really love the the training. I love the way I love the way it made me feel and perform. And, and I am, you know, would never have taken this gig if I wasn't, you know, a big believer in it. Uh, in 2014, Pavel uh, hit me up on email and, and he asked me to help look for a new CEO. At the time, I was working at the, uh, the Blue Corps Shooting Center, which is a, a firearms range retail and training facility that I co-founded here in, here in Denver. And during one of my daily walks, which I've seen you write about many, many times, um, I was just kind of thinking about, you know, my future and my plans and stuff. And I just, it just kind of hit me that I should apply for that gig. So after, uh, after kind of a lengthy interview process, I was fortunate enough to be selected as the new CEO for Strong First. And so I stepped down from the day to day at Blue Core and, um, now I'm the CEO of Strong First, and it's been uh, it's been really really fun, you know, challenging and rewarding. Um, I did I did fail to mention that John Foz, my best friend or one of my best friends in the Navy, and the guy that Pavel trained, and he's been mentioned in a few of Pavel's books. But John was actually he was killed in that helicopter crash in 2011. Mm-hmm. So. That's uh, that's kind of how Pavel and I met, and how uh, we've stayed in contact, and you know how I how uh, you know how I took this gig. It's right. been great. And for you've also helped us out on the art of manliness, consulting yeah. on some articles. Uh, yeah. So we, we did the uh, how to pull an all nighter. Yeah. Uh, from yeah. a special force guy, which, which you are. Uh, yeah. Which is it's funny whenever <laughs> whenever it's like finals time. Right, like December, yeah. it's like there's like this uptick of people checking that that post out, uh, how to pull an all nighter, yeah, and then the uh, tactical way of dressing, yeah, which yep. is a lot of fun. So if you guys yep. haven't seen those, go Google and uh, search that on the site. Um, so let's talk about Strong First, like why the name Strong First and like the philosophy behind that underlies what you the exercises that you all teach. Yeah. No, I'll just kind of start, you know, start with our mission. You know, we we want to make the world a stronger place. We want to make people stronger. Um, it's instead of a, you know, a war against obesity, we have a war against weakness, right? I like that. Um, we are, what we are is we're a school of strength. And we help people achieve high levels of strength in a safe, efficient, and effective manner. And this is important without interfering with their lives, their jobs, or their duties. And that was important to me uh, when I was a SEAL that the training I did didn't, didn't hurt me or my, my ability to perform my duty. And it's important to, 
you know, firemen, policemen, law enforcement, whatever, like military law enforcement, first responders. It's important that your training, you know, makes you stronger yet not interferes with what you're trying to do. Um, we, we are, we believe that strength is a, a master quality. In other words, getting stronger helps all other physical endeavors. And we believe that strength has a greater purpose. Strength in the gym is really cool, but strength for real life applications is more important. And that can be, that can be as simple as, or as, as cool as, you know, a Navy SEAL getting stronger for a mission uh, or more realistic, but in my opinion, just as cool as, you know, having, having, uh, you know, someone who used to be deconditioned or weak who can now, you know, do chores around the house and pick up, pick up, you know, luggage in the airport and just actually feel strong and be strong. So, uh, that's who we are. We are, we are strong first, uh, but, but not strong only. Um, as mentioned earlier, we believe, you know, strength is important. It's a master quality and that having high levels of strength will improve all other physical attribute attributes, um, whether it's mobility, flexibility, agility, or all those, you know, coordination, work capacity, there's a number of them. Being strong will help you uh, in all of those. It'll also help you be, you know, from, from being a dancer to playing football, um, distance running to powerlifting, yoga to MMA. Um, if people get stronger, they, they just watch, uh, they can just watch themselves improve. Um, we have a saying like, we want people to, you know, be what you want. As I mentioned, it could be a football player a dancer, a runner, a power lifter, fighter, whatever. Be whatever you want, but be strong first. Um, and we don't, we don't diminish any of the other physical qualities, right? If you ever attend any of our events, uh, our certs or our co courses, you'll notice we spend time working on mobility, flexibility, and discussing conditioning. Uh, but we've, we've chosen not to be all things to all people. Our niche is strength training and, and being strong is tightness. So how do you make people stronger? Uh, you mentioned the kettlebell. Yeah. And there seems like there's an emphasis on the kettlebell. Uh, what's so great about the little cannonball thing with the handle yeah. on it? It's, I mean, there's a lot of different things. Um, we, we have a principle-based system, and our principles are time-honored, battle-tested, and, and proven. And these, these principles help people achieve high levels of strength. And we focus on being safe, efficient, and effective with all of our training. In fact, we don't call it training. We call it practice um, because strength is a skill. And that is an example of one of our principles. Strength is a skill. I love that. I love yeah. that, that idea that strength is a skill. That is really yeah. cool. Oh, it's really – it's a really important – it's one of our most important principles. And um, it's just we use that and many other principles, and we have different tools Obviously, we're most known for the kettlebell, uh, but we have barbell and body weight courses and certifications as well. And uh, certainly, as I mentioned, we're most known for the kettlebell, um, but our, our principles are the same in all the different certs and events. There are some things that are interesting about the, the kettlebell, and the obvious emphasis is that the whole kettlebell revolution was started by Pavel. And uh, as I mentioned, he introduced it to Western culture in the early 2000s. And since then, um, he's been building and refining our curriculum into what it is today. And simply put, 
the, the kettlebell is just very efficient and effective. And it's also very safe if the exercises are done um, correctly. You can, you can reach high levels of strength and high levels of conditioning with a very simple tool that takes, takes very little space, can be used in the home, and takes very little time. So that's, that is uh, some of the reasons behind the popularity of it. And for us, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of a, a, just a great all-around tool, um, really, for anybody. So yeah, yeah. One of the things about the kettlebell is not just a strength tool. It's also it could be as a conditioning tool. Absolutely. Uh, work capacity. Um, I actually, you know, speaking of how it's just it's can fit in your house, right? You don't really need much much space. I have like a kettlebell right by my kitchen, just mm-hmm. sitting there. And whenever I, it's the whole greasing the groove principle, which I got right. from Pavel. Absolutely. Uh, whenever I walk by it, no matter what, I'll stop and do five kettlebell swings with yeah. it. No, that's great. That's a great way to, you know, grease the groove is just, it's one of his many, you know, awesome programs. Uh, It's worked well with, you know, with kettlebell movements. Uh, Pull-ups is a really good one too. Yeah, I got that going. Yeah. So yeah, explain what grease the groove is because it's a pretty cool, it's, it's so simple, but it can, it has such profound implications if you actually put into practice. Yeah, no, it's really cool. It's just, it's simple. You know, you're, you're just kind of practicing a movement or grooving a pattern um, you know, kind of randomly throughout the day. Uh, and the idea is instead of doing, let's say my, let's say I'm going to practice doing, uh, one arm or just pull-ups, right. And instead of doing my five sets of five pull-ups one after another with a couple of minutes break in between, if I do them throughout the day, it allows me to practice each set, uh, more well-rested. So if I'm going to do heavy pull-ups, it works really well, and I can get strong. I, I just kind of, you know, there's a lot of things about it. What I've always found is it, it just tricks you into doing uh, a lot of volume, as well as doing uh, none of the in none of the sets are you really tired, yeah, right? Because you're not doing five sets of five or whatever right after another. You're kind of just doing it as you pass by. Yeah, exactly. So I have one of those door frame pull-up bars. Right. Another place. And anytime I walk under it, I crank out five pull-ups. Perfect. And yeah. what yeah, what I love about the grease the groove thing is that whole idea that strength is a skill because a lot of people think that, okay, to get stronger, you just need to build up muscle mass. But there's a, a nervous, a, the nerve process in there. Your nerves have to learn how to contract your muscles uh, in a certain way in order to uh, maximize on that muscle capacity. Absolutely. There's, you know, there's a, and I'm not... <laughs> Pavel is really good at this stuff, you know, explaining sure. it. Uh, and, and some of our senior instructors also very good at it. Uh, all of our, you know, our leadership from team leader to senior to master, they would know all this stuff a little bit better. What I, what I find is that um, when you treat it like a practice, you want to approach each, you know, each practice session so that most of them you leave feeling better. Yeah, um, because you're maintaining good form throughout. You're not there to get the burn. And the neat thing about that is, it's a it's a good way to get strong without bulking up. And you mentioned the you know the the mind to muscle connection. It's it's very very critical. Um, just teaching your teaching your uh, um, teaching yourself to get full recruitment out of a muscle, or not full, but more recruiting out of your muscle, 
versus just growing the size of that muscle, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a very, it's a very very powerful, powerful thing, um, and it's very it's it's part of you know a bunch of our different programs from grease to groove, simple and sinister, easy strength, things like that. It's it's very very uh, important that you get that you know that mind to muscle connection. Wedding season is coming up, and if you are preparing for the big day, I know wedding planning can be really intimidating, but finding the perfect suit shouldn't be. Indochino makes it easy to get a fully customizable suit right from your home. Don't just wear any suit on your big day. Wear a custom made-to-measure suit. Suits start at just $499, which is about the same price you'd pay for an off-the-rack suit at a department store. And they've also got custom made-to-measure shirts starting at just $89. So I've talked about my Indochino suit on the podcast before. They've been a longtime podcast sponsor. It's navy blue. The measuring process was super easy. They got these video guides you follow. You'll need another set of hands to help you out with that. But the really fun part is customizing it. Got to customize how I wanted the lapels on the jacket, the pockets, the lining. I went no pleats on the pants on this suit. A lot of fun. And then in a few weeks, you have a made-to-measure custom suit sent directly to your door. When planning your wedding, get a suit as unique as you with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code MANLINESS to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code MANLINESS. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal of this is to give us more daylight from March through November. By setting our clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There is only one way to do that. ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash manliness. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to help you find qualified candidates. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash manliness. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash manliness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Picture that thing you've always wanted to learn. All right, you got that in your head? Now picture learning it from the person who's literally the best at it in the world. That's what you get with Masterclass. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors, and many of these instructors are former AOM podcast guests. You can learn negotiation from Chris Voss, leadership skills from Jocko Willink, how to master your habits with James Clear. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. So recently, I went through the Masterclass on negotiation with Chris Voss. A lot of useful information in there. Talked about the value of knowing a negotiation, how to use your body language and speech patterns to get your best out of a negotiation. Very well done. I really enjoyed it and got a lot out of it. Right now, listeners of our podcast can get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com AOM. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com AOM. Masterclass.com AOM. Check out the masterclass on negotiation with Chris Voss. All right, if you have a family, then you need to get term life insurance to protect them. It's one of the smartest financial decisions you can make, and the start of the new year is the perfect time to get it done so you can focus on whatever else the year has in store for you. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. 
Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. There's no risk to apply. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee and you can cancel at any time. I remember when I was a new dad, I had a lot of thoughts going through my head. One of them was, how can I take care of my family when I'm gone, if something happens to me? Well, so one of the first things I did, I got term life insurance, one of the best decisions I made. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash manliness. That's meetfabric.com slash manliness. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash manliness. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. So if you're listening, this is a great thing. Like, do this. Go out and get one of those doorframe pull-up bars. It costs like 15 bucks. Put it in your doorframe. Anytime you walk through it, crank out five pull-ups. Or if you can't even do a pull-up, just do one pull-up. Yep. Hangs. Add on. Yeah, or just hang, right? Or you can do the same thing with a kettlebell. Um, so one of the things I've noticed about strong first and the content you put on the website and as well as in the the content in the books is that you focus on the psychology of strength as well uh-huh. um, not just the the physical aspect so my question is uh, what psychological barriers do you think get in the way of people getting strong or stronger yeah um, it's I mean I think there's a a, a, a few different ones. Um, you know, we, we, we believe as many do that attitude is everything. And, um, we spend a lot about, a lot of time talking about it and we try to distinguish ourselves, you know, as strong first instructors, uh, we try to distinguish ourselves from the, uh, you know, the hordes of trainers, um, littering the landscape of the industry. Um, we like to, you know, Pablo says, we're not trainers, we're instructors. Trainers, oh, yeah. trainers have dogs. We have students. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, he also says that we don't have clients. Hairstylists have clients. We have students, right? So it's, it's definitely a mindset thing. Um, our, our instructors, they're brought together by, you know, the beliefs I mentioned earlier, one of which is strength has a greater purpose and strength is a skill and things like that. And they realize that the uh, the barriers preventing preventing some people from uh, achieving their potential in strength training. There's just a number of different ones, and some people get worried that they'll you know they'll get too big if they start strength training, right? So they're more interested in you know being lean and not getting strong, and they don't understand that getting strong is a really awesome way to get lean and it, it's it's muscles that actually work versus you know muscles that look and yeah. if it was easy to get to just get big by strength training the uh the supplement industry wouldn't be as successful as it was <laughs> right like yeah. there's so many people that are are lifting and taking supplements and they still can't you know in their mind get big enough so we kind of combat that, that, you know, you won't really get too big if you strength train. And it's, um, you get incredibly strong without getting much bigger than you already are. And most people actually lose weight when they start, even though they'll be gaining some muscle. Um, and as you start to get better and you start to pursue goals, then you sometimes tell yourself, if you, as you have a new goal or if you see other goals that people have achieved, um, you know, 
there's the voice in your head saying, I can't do that. Right. Um, and we try to convince people that, you know, we have, we have a number of people who have achieved you know, amazing physical feats, either as our, you know, beast tamers or, uh, tactical strength challenges or other, you know, other little goals that we have. And they're not all huge, right? So it's, in many cases, it's mind over matter, especially if you look at it as, uh, strength training as a practice and that consistency trumps intensity, you know, in the long run. Yeah. Uh, the big problem is some people find our protocols kind of boring and, <laughs> and it's just like grease the groove is not that sexy. No, it's not. Like every time you walk by the pull-up bar, do pull-ups. Um, the problem is, uh, you know, we don't chase fads. What we do is timeless. We stick to what works, whether it's the principle or the tool, uh, the tool being the kettlebell, the barbell, or the body weight. Um, we, we understand that many people get the, uh, the exercise, exercise ADD, and um, they want to do, you know, do something new. They want to, quote, feel the burn. They can, I've heard people say, oh, I did swings twice last week, and now, now I'm an expert. What's next? And they don't, so they don't want to stick to it and master the basics. And quite honestly, I saw the same thing in uh, firearms training. Um, you would have people who can finally hit a target five yards away, and they want to start moving and shooting with the lights off. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so they don't, they don't really care about the basics. And when I was, you know, when I was in the military when, when I was a young Navy SEAL, there was a place that we got some high-end firearms training. And the instructors there, they said a bunch of different things, and, and many of them stuck with me, but none more than, than this statement, and that is, the best do the basics better. And I've used that in so many parts of my life now, and I, I think it's so true in, in physical training or firearms training. Our world is full of people who are, quote, bored with the basics and mediocre, if they would just spend time on, on the basics in firearms training, you know, the basic trigger squeeze uh, at three yards and things like that. And in the kettlebell world, you know, our, our kettlebell swing. If you had people uh, spend time on those basics, they'd be a lot better off. They just get, uh, you know, they just get bored. Um, as Pavel says many times, the, uh, the kettlebell swing takes like five minutes to learn and a lifetime to master. So... Um, I think I think if people spent more time on basics and stuck you know stuck to their goals, instead of changing programs every you know every three weeks, they'd be a lot better off. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the whole idea. I guess what they call it like in martial arts, they call that the white belt mentality, right? And uh, I there's all these like anecdotal stories from like Vince Lombardi. Like on the first day of practice, he would first thing he was doing, he put hold up a football and he says, "Gentlemen, this is a football." And he explained to him, this is a football field. <laughs> Divide it up into 100 yards. And then um, Wooden, the UCLA basketball coach. Yeah. He just something like at the first day of practice, he would like show them how to tie their shoes so they wouldn't come untied. Like, That's awesome. Just the basics, right? And, that, and yeah, they no. were incredibly successful because they focused on those basics. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen it. You know, martial arts is a great analogy. You have you, – you have – whether it's jujitsu or Krav Maga, whatever you're taking, some schools you go to and you learn like six moves in an hour yeah. and you feel like, wow, that was cool. And then 
you can't recall any of them yep. when it matters. But the, the good ones, they spend time, you know, drilling one thing and to the point of boredom. But then you can, you can draw on it when you need it. Yeah, I love that. And one thing I've noticed too, whenever um, you start focusing on the basics, is that, and you have that mentality of trying to get better at it, is that you start, it starts getting like actually really interesting because you start noticing nuances um, that you didn't notice as a beginner. Um, but it, it takes a while to get to that place though. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, and it, that can be as simple as, you know, I've been doing martial arts for a while and I'm starting to notice like just, just tweaking little things about hitting the heavy bag and, you know, where the power comes from and when to tense up and when to relax and stuff like that. And the kettlebell, is, especially our, our ballistic moves, like the kettlebell swing, it's such a neat balance between tense, relax, tense, relax, and, and the, you know, the hip drive and things like that. So it's, uh, and when to, you know, how long it floats versus, you know, forcing it down. Uh, there's just a lot of different things you can do with it. So you guys offer uh, several courses uh, with yeah. your with the School of Strength, and I, you know, we we do a lot of fitness content on the site. And one, uh-huh. I guess, complaint I would call it. Some guys say we we talk about too like too much like advanced stuff. Guys who are already fit. Right. For the guy who's just like man, they, he needs to lose. 30, 40 pounds. He hasn't exercised maybe ever in his life. Right. Uh, what's a good entry point exercise or course for that, that kind of guy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for most people, we always recommend they, uh, um, they, they have a couple of options. They can look for a, uh, a strong first, uh, certified instructor in their area to show them some, some basics with the kettlebell or barbell or body weight, um, it takes, um, it, it's, it's important that if you're going to use kettlebells that you learn how to use them safely. Um, you see them in gyms all the time now. And for the most part, even the trainers at gyms are doing the exercises wrong. Um, but you know, finding a, finding an instructor, getting a lesson or a group class is, is a great way to start. Uh, Another, and I would recommend that before just buying kettlebells and, you know, clicking YouTube and saying go. Yeah. Uh, a, another great option we have, we, we created user courses. Uh, and we have the user course for the kettlebell, barbell, and body weight. The kettlebell is the most popular user course. And uh, it's a very in-depth uh, user course. It's about eight hours. Um, but you spend a lot of time learning the basic moves. And... Um, it's a good way to learn those moves in a, in a course setting, a non-intimidating environment. And it's a single day. Um, instead of, you know, our certifications are three days long and they obviously cost a lot more money and not everybody wants to be a kettlebell instructor. So um, we created this user course and it's a really good option. Is this something they had to come out to Denver for? <laughs> no, we have user courses all over. Okay, cool. Um, from, uh, you know, in most states now we have user courses, um, but we have a user course in Denver if you ever want to come out. I need to get out to Denver. Actually, my uh, managing editor, Jeremy, lives in Denver. So oh, cool. Maybe I'll get him over there. Yeah, send him, send him, uh, send him my info. I'd love to, love to send him to a user course and let him know what, or have him uh, let me know what he thinks. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so what about the guy who's intermediate right or here's a question like i know we have a lot of guys uh who are leos or in the military um 
what, do you guys have specific like training programs for these type of guys? Yeah, um, we um, we we do a lot of training for law enforcement and military. Um, it's we don't really have much of that on the website yet. We're you know we're going to have our own kind of division that just focuses on that at some point. We've we've already been doing it without you know without really um, having that yet. Um, but we do there's some very very basic stuff for them. Uh, the kettlebell and, and body weight in particular are popular because they're just very easy to have when you travel. And um, I I mean I'm a really firm believer in it. I when I when I started using the kettlebell, my my kit, my body armor, whatever you want to call it. It started to feel a lot lighter. I felt like I'd move around a lot better, and um, yeah, it just really, really worked. Cool. Um, so, here's if you had to choose one single lift movement exercise right. for someone to do, uh, I know it's probably like picking children, um, but what would it be? Um, I mean, for me, that's an easy, an easy question. I would say, hands down, the kettlebell swing. Um, as I mentioned before, you can you can learn it very quickly, but you can spend a lifetime trying to master it. Um, it's a just a great movement or a great exercise for for strength and conditioning. Um, we've used it. You know, we've used it to help elite endurance athletes and elite powerlifters. Um, and myself, I used it, you know, to make myself a better soldier, a better operator. Uh, it carries over to a lot of different athletic endeavors. In fact, I once I once took my deadlift from 360 to 450, and this was at a body weight of 180. So from two to two and a half times my body weight, I took my deadlift up that much just by doing three months of swings three days a week at varying intensities. And, and we call that the what the heck effect because I didn't do deadlifts and I didn't do whatever that I was testing, but I saw that stuff go up or improve. Um, nowadays, I do almost no cardio. I jump rope a couple times a week. I do uh, a one-mile walk each day, of course, and uh, sometimes I, I hike or ski on weekends. And typically, I do kettlebell swings at least two to five uh, days a week, depending on what program I'm on. And, um, so no real, no real, uh, you know, cardio per se, uh, like most people consider cardio, you know, the treadmill or the, uh, elliptical, none of that boredom, uh, or as Pavel says, none of that dishonor. Uh, I, <laughs> I, and all I do is the hiking and, you know, the jump rope and the kettlebell. And I just got a physical and my heart rate was 47 beats a minute. So, it really does work as a form of, uh, of cardio and the kettlebell swing is as, as we say, it's, it's the center of the kettlebell universe. If you have a good swing, you're going to be good at most of the other moves. That's awesome. Man, you've got me, I'm, I'm going to go do kettlebell swings now. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm drinking the cool, I'm going to go do it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good thing. It's I have one here in the office. It just fits everywhere. They do. I mean, what? So here's a, like, what weight do you suggest for yeah. guys? That's a good question. I, some, uh, most guys will get the most use out of the 24 kilo. Uh, okay. you know, I think that's about 53 pounds. And some, some is that a, people, is that a pood? Yeah, I think pood. so. I have to look at the yeah the, one pood. 
one pood. Two um, poods. A lot of a lot of people will get you know will will start at the sixteen kilo. That's not enough. That's not enough for most, but uh, it's a well, there's some good there's some good you know some good uh, moves you can do with that. I right now I'm doing the simple and sinister protocol, and I'll you know I'll kind of go back and forth between the uh, the 24 and the 32 kilo. So uh, okay, 32 kilos is like 72 pounds or something. Awesome, cool, simple and sinister. That's the new book, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, where where can people find out more about Strong First and uh, the programming you all offer. Yeah, just check us out on strong, uh, you know, strongfirst.com. Um, it's all kind of laid out there with our courses and our certs and links to the different books. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, that's that's where we you know, where we send people. And if they want if they want to find, uh, you know, a, a strong first instructor in their area, they can they can find uh, find those instructors through our through our page. Awesome. Well, Eric Forhart, this has been an awesome conversation. Thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Our guest today was Eric Frohart. He's the CEO of Strong First. You can find out more information about Strong First and their training programs at strongfirst.com. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. For more manly tips and advice, make sure to check out the Art of Manliness website at artofmanliness.com. And if you enjoy the show, you've gotten something out of it, please, please, please give us a, a review on iTunes or Stitcher. That'll help get the word out. And the best compliment you could give us is to recommend the podcast to a friend. We'd really appreciate it. Anyways, until next time, this is Brett McKay telling you to stay manly. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found you. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.